Hello, and welcome to the Holistic Life Podcast with me, your host, Jessica Bugra, a registered acupuncturist, an Ayurvedic counselor, and a life coach. Thank you for tuning in to the very first episode. I am so excited but nervous as podcasting is completely outside my comfort zone, but I decided to take a chance to learn and grow, so thank you for joining my journey. One of the goals for this podcast series is to bring more awareness to how our body functions so we can understand how to support and nourish it better. I wanted to start the conversation with gut health as it's always on everyone's mind and there's so much information out there on how it impacts our bodies mentally, emotionally, and physically. And there's so many amazing resources on how to improve it. However, I've noticed most of us actually are not aware of how it functions, like the anatomy, Where does it start? What organs are involved? Is it just the intestines or is there more? What actually happens when food enters our body and our body doesn't like it? How does the nervous system respond to it? This is so important to understand because when we know how something functions, we can then understand how it can be triggered. The more we understand how our body processes, the more aligned we can become with what our body needs. So I've tried to keep this podcast very simple and short, but it will be informative enough to create a good foundation for all our future conversations about our well-being. So let's get into it. Over 2,000 years ago, Hippocrates suggested that all disease begins in the gut. Chinese medicine and Ayurveda also base their treatment principles on the health of the gut. And considering how extensive the impact it has on our body, it makes sense. But what is the gut? Most of us refer the gut to our small and large intestine and maybe our stomach, but that's incorrect. Your gut actually begins in your mouth. The gut refers to the physical and physiological functions of the gastrointestinal tract. The organs that make up this gastrointestinal tract is the mouth, salivary glands, pharynx, esophagus, stomach, liver, pancreas, gallbladder, small intestine, large intestine, and anus. That is 11 organs, not including all the digestive enzyme, bacteria, and nerves that support this sophisticated system. The moment you take a bite of something, the salivary glands create create saliva in your mouth to help moisten and break down the food, which gets propelled down the esophagus into the stomach where the gastric juices from the lining of your stomach further break it down. So at this point, your meal has turned into a fluid-like substance called chyme. Chyme is passed into the small intestine where bile and the digestive juices from the pancreas, liver, and gallbladder get released to break down all the carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. All these nutrients and the water from the food that can be absorbed are absorbed and the unabsorbable portion or the waste moves down into the large intestine where it is fermented and turned into stool. The large intestine contains the largest portion of the healthy gut bacteria your body has. This healthy bacteria is strong enough to further break down and absorb the nutrients the rest of our digestive system couldn't. This bacteria also helps to regulate our immune system by not absorbing harmful substances and germs. This ecosystem of bacteria is so sophisticated and large that it actually hasn't been completely mapped out and understood, but we do however know how it can negatively be impacted. Along this gastrointestinal tract, there is a network of nerves that travel up and down to relay information to the brain. The most important nerve in this network is the vagus nerve. It extends from the brain 
into the gut. It regulates digestion, relays information about the smell, sight, and taste of our meals, and senses any positive or negative changes in our intestines. This is how our gut is connected to our brain. The moment food begins to travel down, it starts to send sensory information to the brain so it can decide how we will be responding to the meal. The bacteria in the large intestine sends the nutritive signals that indicate how our meal will impact our energy, our emotions, our immune system, our organs, etc. Let me give you some examples. Let's say you eat something that is very heavy and greasy. As you eat this, your body will send signals to your brain to inform you that more energy is needed for absorption. Your body will respond to that by slowing down all other functions so it can focus on breaking down the meal. Fatigue, sluggishness, brain fog, low moods are some of the things we may experience as a response to that. Or the opposite can also happen. Let's say we're on the go, really busy, super stressed out, and we're trying to scarf down a meal. This can put our body in fight mode and speed up all of our functions. So when we do eat something, it isn't thoroughly absorbed and very quickly passed into our large intestine to remove it as fast as we can, which usually means that we run to the bathroom. If situations like this happen once in a while, it won't really cause any permanent negative damage. It's only when we continuously keep stressing our digestive system, the food we eat is more likely to become toxic waste, which stays stagnant in our body and turns into many different forms of inflammation, depending on your body type. Inflammation in our body can show up as mood disorders, depression, anxiety, irritation, arthritis, obesity, cancer, IBS, just to name a few. Again, we will explore this in future episodes. Now that we have a general idea of how the gut functions, I'm going to share with you six assessment tools that will help start your gut healing journey. The following assessment questions will also be listed in the show notes, and I highly recommend you share your results with a healthcare practitioner to find solutions that will work for you. Like I've said before, it is a very sophisticated system and most of it hasn't even been understood, but we are aware that it is very sensitive and everything from our age, our genetics, our upbringing, and our current environment all impact how well it functions. So it is so important to understand how our gut works based on our body type and what our body needs before we try to nourish it. Now for the assessment. The first thing you should take notes on is your bowel movements. How regular are they? The frequency and what times you have them. How you feel before and after one, whether you've had to have coffee or tea before you go. Their consistency, the smell. Is there any blood in your stools? How easy is it and how long do you take in the bathroom? The second thing to assess is how you feel after a meal. Are you experiencing any gas, bloating, heartburn, extreme thirst? How is your energy? Do you need to take a nap after you have a meal or do you crave something sweet right after? Next, assess your appetite and cravings. Do you eat specific meals at specific times or are you eating as you remember to eat? Do you eat whatever you crave whenever? Do you usually need to go for seconds or third helpings? Are you snacking late into the night? Are you waking up feeling full or very hungry? Fourth assessment question is in regards to your weight and your physical manifestations. So are you having a difficult time gaining or losing weight? Are you experiencing skin issues such as acne, eczema, dry skin, dark circles, or poor hair health like dandruff, dry hair, loss of hair? The fifth assessment question is in regards to your immune health. Are you suffering from any allergies? 
How many times did you get sick in the last few years? How many times have you had to take antibiotics or other medications? Last but not least, how has your mental health and energy been? Have you been experiencing any depression, anxiety, irritation, mood swings, brain fog, fatigue, poor concentration, headaches, or migraines? These are very basic assessment questions, but they will help you understand how your gut functions and bring awareness to patterns you may be experiencing. I do recommend assessing your body for at least one full week before you make any judgments. And for females, I would recommend you assess your digestion around your period and after your period for a better understanding of how your hormones may be impacting your digestion. I hope the information today was enough to bring, to get you started on your gut healing journey. In future episodes, I will go into further details, but till then, if you have any questions or concerns regarding your gut health, feel free to message me via email or Instagram. Thanks for listening to the Holistic Living Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me or to work with me one-on-one, follow me on Instagram at jessicabugra underscore and subscribe to our mailing list. Thank you again. Until next time, continue to practice self-love and gratitude.